Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading Psalm 63. Do you feel like you are lost in the wilderness? Find peace as you anticipate returning to God's sanctuary in a few days. Well, we've been reading all psalms this week, and we're going to conclude our week here with Psalm 63. This is a psalm of David when he was in the desert of Judah. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you, and your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. Well, we're going to finish answering question and answer number 115 today of the Heidelberg Catechism. Uh, The question here is, no one in this life can obey the Ten Commandments perfectly. So why does God want them to be preached so pointedly? Well, yesterday we looked at that first reason as being uh, so that the longer that we live, the more we may come to know our sinfulness and more eagerly look to Christ for forgiveness. Uh, The other reason that God wants these commandments preached so pointedly is so that, while praying to God, For the grace of the Holy Spirit, we may never stop striving to be renewed more and more after God's image until after this life we reach our goal, which is perfection. Psalm 63 presents some of the most beautiful language ever written, conveying what our attitude ought to be towards God. The first verse says that David thirsts for God. My whole being longs for him, David writes, in a dry and parched land where there is no water. In verse 3, we hear that God's love is better than life. In verse 5, David writes that in God he will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. Verse 7, because you, God, are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. And in verse 11, David writes, all who swear by God will glory in him while the mouths of liars will be silenced you see one of the reasons that david longs for god is that david has seen god not very many people have certainly adam and eve saw god before their sin required that they be put out from god's presence men like moses and isaiah experienced god's presence up front and personally but it was all very much in a limited way but there's no biblical record of David being in the localized presence of God. So, so what's David referring to here in verse 2? Well, David saw God in the same way that you do, in the sanctuary. Literally, that word is the holy and separate place. 
It's as David joined with his people coming before God in worship that David beheld God's power and glory. Let's dig a little bit deeper. Too many people think of their salvation as a one-time event. As the song implies, I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. A person wanders around in the dry and parched land where there is no water, stuck in sin and misery, but then prays a prayer, and just like that, it's nothing but happily ever after. Well, certainly the moment you believed, you were instantly transformed from being lost to being found, and your blindness instantly gives way to sight. But it's critical for you to understand that that was just the beginning of your salvation. You don't get to spend every moment in the sanctuary, and often, like David, you'll need to wander through the dry and parched land with sleepless nights and persisting enemies. This is why you need to develop a craving for God like David's. Notice back in verses 6 and 7 how thinking of God carried David through the insomnia and enabled him to sing while being sheltered from the surrounding pressure under God's wings. To experience this peace, keep yourself as close as possible to God's sanctuary. As you enter alongside the other struggling saints each Lord's Day to behold God's power and glory, you'll be refreshed by His presence. This will cause you, as the Catechism says, to never stop striving to be renewed more and more after God's image as you go back out into the dry and parched land for another week. As you pray today, use the triple A prayer pattern. Begin your prayer by acknowledging who God is. Today, let's open our prayer using verse 3. Open our prayer to our Father, whose love is better than life. Next, you can align your life with God's will. Do that by thanking God that you can be filled with his presence in the sanctuary. And pray for an increased longing for him, which calls you back to worship. Then you can ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord is unfading truth.